Welcome back to the Feedworthy Podcast, episode number five. We've got a whole fresh... Happy 2019. Yes. Happy, Happy 2019. Fresh lineup of topics to go through today. You guys excited? Always. Always excited. Per usual, I have Eric Bow. What's up? Of the Strategy Group and Steve St. Germain. Hey, everyone. Me, of the social and other things uh, at the agency here. This is a podcast by Rebuild Group of New Center Detroit, an advertising agency. And today we've got, uh, like I said, we've got a whole bunch of exciting things to go through. So we're going to start off with uh, Happy New Year's Resolution. That'll be a fun one. Capital One Cafe, the uh, Geico Best Of series, which everyone's probably seen at this point. Hilarious. And then a couple others, I think, too. Oh yeah, we have Walmart, the, the car ad, which is phenomenal. So good. And um, Wendy's has a throwdown that um, Steve will get into. Right on. Well, let's let's uh, kick right off. Well, let's let's just give some background. We've gotten some feedback. People like this, and just sort of talk of how this all came about. Feedworthy is a byproduct of something we do for our clients. It's called digital ethnography. What we do is we go in and look at a specific category. And the goal of looking at social is not necessarily a sentiment score. It's to find threads to find themes that we can actually build their marketing around. Out of this process we've been doing for years came the idea of Feedworthy, where we're just twisting a little bit and saying, okay, if you know marketing should be about generating word of mouth, so who out there is generating word of mouth? Who's Feedworthy? And just as important, who's Feedworthless? So that's sort of the premise for what we're gonna get into today. Discovery, go at Dropbox. <laughs> is happy new year's resolution and let's start off guys have a new year's resolution oh fitness you know per usual what is I, I started before the new year but uh, someone looped me into the velodrome right before oh, the holidays yeah. that's nice. and and ever since i've sort of been hooked even though i'm not really a biker so i'm just trying to continue my my efforts got into it. the new year yeah, I mean, fitness is definitely a good one. Uh, I like to think of every day as a new year, right? It's a oh. new every day is a good way to start. So um, nothing specific. I would love to get out to the velodrome though. So maybe that'll be my resolution to get out there, get that one on one course. Yeah, yeah, mine's to well, it was fitness and it's turning <laughs> into drinking more. So you figure out that's gonna work. <laughs> what we did is we looked at um, it's probably one of the more vibrant times of year where people are sharing the resolution. They want to socially put their stamp on it. And it's not a big surprise. The top three things are lose weight, exercise, and eat healthier, really, are what are people talking about. Um, from a marketer standpoint, Atkins and Weight Watchers both launched a new campaign. And really, if you look socially, there's vast differences in the impact they're having. Atkins has a thing, you just go hashtag today's Atkins, and you can see how people are talking about it. Their ad centers around Rob Lowe. Oh, yeah, ad. So you, yep. you get more people talking about Rob Lowe than you really get. And Rob Lowe at this point is kind of just awkward on screen. Mm -hmm. I don't know about for you <laughs> what guys. What has he done lately? <laughs> he um, also does the, the anti-smoking one, which it just... Put them together. That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. He's, right? a, he's <laughs> a model <laughs> fitness uh, right. influencer. And the top post you're going to see out there is Atkins compared to keto diet. Weight Watchers, they have their freestyle campaign. Totally different animal. 
If you look at hashtag Weight Watchers or hashtag WWFreestyle, you're going to just find an immense amount of content. There's plenty of recipes. They have a lot of male ambassadors, which surprised me. I didn't realize you guys know Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know from Clerks, he's sure. one of their ambassadors. Um, DJ or from Khaled. the Museum, you mean? What? Or one of the Night at Museums. Night at the Museums, isn't that him? What are you talking about? No, that's uh, that's not Kevin Smith. That's Kevin uh, Jane. No. Oh yes, yeah, that guy. Yeah. That's what I thought you were talking about. Who's Kevin? Oh, is he Kevin the, Smith uh, from Clerks? From um, he's Silent Ball Bob. He's oh, Silent the Bob? comic show. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay. All right, Thank people you. who are listening out there, <laughs> we need to upgrade Steve's IMDb thing. Yeah, we need to read more U.S. Weekly. Oh, fine. Do you know who DJ Khaled is? Uh, that person I do, but okay. I believe he comes up on my uh, Spotify once in a while. He's another Weight Watchers ambassador, oh. and so is Robbie Williams, who's a singer. Robin, um, Robbie, Robbie, Will, not Robbie Robin. Williams. Robin Williams. <laughs> do not know who that is. <laughs> right? Okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> what their their um, you know, their following is so immense that everybody's hijacking them. If you look at their thread, there are everybody's hashtagging Weight Watchers. You're going to find supplement marketers, fitness equipment like Fitbit. And other weight loss cro- programs out there, one that's very big is this Cambridge Weight Plan. They're just all over the Weight Watchers mm-hmm. feed. Uh, we could really analyze a lot out of Weight Watchers, but the most interesting thing is what are those weight loss threads out there? The first one that shows up in Weight Watchers and many other plans is called hashtag weight loss journey. And you'll have a lot of people out there sharing their success. For example, determined, which is at boho underscore kitty, wrote down 18 or down 16 pounds in one month woohoo hashtag weight loss journey hashtag um, weight watchers freestyle and they'd show a picture of how every week and which and how much weight they lost a week and if you're an instagram user there's no doubt you've seen these posts daily if not more frequently whenever you're checking it's the image on the left of the before and the right after Uh, another example is this diamond giselle I'm so proud of myself, but I got more to go, more to lose. Hashtag weight loss, weight loss journey. Yeah, these pictures are really inspiring. I mean, uh, you know, you can't see it here since we're on audio, but basically it's people really showing before and afters. And there's another one here from Christine Williams. Uh, The Green Coffee Weight Loss Program is combined uh, with an exciting new breakthrough ingredient that comes complete online comprehensive diet and weight loss. So she's obviously um, kind of hawking her weight loss plan because it's working. And the picture is actually um, really nice to see. And I see these a lot in, in my feed too. I love the uh, the emotion on the right that you see in people's faces is is very cool. There's well, a pride, there's yeah. excitement. And they're, they're, they're becoming a brand ambassador for their weight loss program too, which is yeah. really what you want as a brand. Yeah. The next thread is hashtag new year, new me. Now this is interesting because although we're going to read through some that are more about weight loss or resolutions, this transcends even weight loss and gets into a lot of other things. But a weight loss one, for example, is called, there's this dude called Just Call Me Zeus. Love that. <laughs> Feeling like a hashtag beast, stepping into a New Year's 2019, started 2018 over 250 pounds. Now I'm almost down to 200. So hashtag don't quit, hashtag never give up. I could hashtag this guy forever. He <laughs> loves this hashtag. Uh, another one by Fanboy RM. Under 250 pounds for the first time in the longest time I can remember. Hashtag new year, new me, and losing weight. And he's got his stats posted on his picture. Uh, I'm sorry, as an image attached. It's, it's very cool. Yeah, uh, Gatsby at Gatsby Flat Earth saying, Ayo, just stocked up my fridge trying to get healthy. 
and he's just got uh, image of his fridge with lots of stuff in there, and um, looks like he's doing some pickling and some salsas and stuff like that. But it's and, and there's the mystery ingredient we're trying to figure out in the bottom drawer, which, yeah. which Steve thinks is fish. It's dirty water, and I'm I'm certain it's fish. I, I can. <laughs> It looks like a minnow box type of thing in the bottom of his fridge. <laughs> I'm very curious about very what's curious. going on there. Hashtag what the bleep is that? Yeah. Um, that actually, one, we got to post that one in the, we, in the, uh, yeah, in the we'll description. We'll link, <laughs> that's, that's we'll link to that in our description and uh, check out our uh, our rebuild blog where we post a lot of this. Hey, let's let's here. go from resolutions to roasting. <laughs> yeah. Well, what you know? Do we want to? Um, what's the judgment on this? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Before we roast, yeah. Let's talk about resolution. Personally, I think um, Atkins is feed worthless, and Weight Watchers is just a juggernaut. They're they're feed worthy. Yeah, for me, you know, I, although I don't hear people talking about the brand or the the program they use to to lose weight over in conversation, obviously the conversation online is very rich. So I'm going to go feed worthy. Yeah, I think you know. I think this is a category, especially at the beginning of the year, is definitely feed worthy. There's a ton of buzz here. Um, a brand we didn't mention, but we have talked about offline is Planet Fitness. We saw a lot of energy around that. Uh, I think Weight Watchers is doing a good job in the new year. Last year they branded as WW and they've shortened the name and they've made it a bit easier for people. They've, they've become a lot more likable than maybe they had uh, in the early aughts. And, That's a good and, point. Yeah. In the last you know, yeah. 15 years. Um, so, you know, this is a you know this is a great message, and I love seeing the posts. So I hope that the folks we see today, it'd be funny to check in in a couple of months and see if, if these yeah, folks are yeah. still sticking with it. Um, but yeah, bring it on. I, I love seeing this stuff. So I'll say feed worthy as a category as a whole, and for Weight Watchers. Cool. So now we're on to the roasting. All right, let's get roasted. So if you guys didn't hear, or if you didn't hop on Twitter on January fourth, uh, Wendy's launched what they called hashtag national roast day and they teased it a day or two before and basically said you know who's ready we're bringing it back last year they did it for the first time and the idea here is that you tweet at wendy's and they will tweet uh, another kind of roast at you or they'll they'll roast you as a person and uh <laughs> they'll roast your soul and so they actually got um you know they got kind of harsh with some of these brands with with a bunch of people but all day long they were uh kind of serving it up for some of the folks and it was a lot of fun to follow along i just like to think of the room of people i think you mentioned when we were doing the prep it it feels like you know a room of comics (laughs) i was just sitting there ready like gunslingers they were (laughs) hilarious I, i i can't imagine that there's just a few, you know, interns or community managers that are uh, serving this stuff up because yeah. it is gold. It, it's they're so funny. They had to have a war room or something like that, like you mm-hmm. said. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just an example, of some of this stuff. So, uh, you know, just a regular user here. She had a couple hundred followers tweeted at Wendy's uh, on roast day and said, "At Wendy's, roast me. I'm ready. I can take it." And her user picture is just her kind of standing awkwardly uh, next to a tree. So Wendy's kind of snaps back and says you're making that tree super uncomfortable which is <laughs> i think it's funny because they obviously had to go back to this user profile and kind of like look for some material and then they just fired it off at her and then you know it's got over a thousand uh, likes on it a bunch of retweets so they're getting some love on each of these kind of flames that they're serving up this one i love they got sort of like the greasy teenager look here from dylan spear hit me with your best shot he tweeted out Quit trying, and then the response from Wendy's is, "Quit trying to model for Teen Vogue." <laughs> love, that, love that. 
Yeah, the last one we got is a, a guy in his car. He's got his, you know, looking good. He's got his outfit on, his hat's all matching. He's got a big smile. And he says, you can't roast this handsome face with a little heart. At when, uh, Wendy's replies, I'll let you know when we see one. Burn. So again, Burn. We're talking like three, 4,000 likes on these posts. And you're, you're breaking that. Whenever brands break that barrier with a one-to-one with a person, that's that's cool. Yeah, it's just hilarious because so many brands try to be politically correct and here and you know here's Wendy's just roasting their uh-huh. fans like <laughs> with no shame right um, and then a lot of brands are getting in the mix too so they're creating a lot of chatter so a lot of brands are you know hey what can happen if we tweet at them and let's you know let's get in the conversation so uh, Hooters was one of the ones so uh, obviously you know wing restaurant chain uh, they say at that, Wendy's yeah they're known for their wings aren't they're they? known they're known for something so <laughs> Hooters says, uh, at Wendy's, what you got? Wendy's replies, uh, uniforms that our employees can wear in the winter. <laughs> nice snapback. 15,000 likes on that one. Um, Spalding, the makers of the wonderful basketball, said, hey, let's ball. Shoot your shot. Wendy's response, Tom, Tom Hanks should have left you on the island. <laughs> what a great look. Oh, yeah. That deep. goes back. That goes back, but good one. Another one is uh, Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut Brand says, all right, Wendy's, roast this nut. Wendy's replies, congratulations on being the worst part of the trail mix. <laughs> it, it's that's so true. It's what what that I love on that one, 185,000 likes. Yeah, that's right. remarkable. Dang. So, yeah, it's had a lot of fun. So, yeah, we had a lot of fun uh, kind of following this on, on roast day. They seem to definitely generate, um, you know, a lot of conversation around it. What do you guys think? Feedworthy? I think it's phenomenal for two reasons. One is, I mean, you brought this up earlier, Steve. This didn't exist. This isn't a, they made their own holiday and they own it. And they do it in 24 hours with such impact. I think it's feed through the world. I mean, it's, it's intense. It's good. Yeah, if I could make up a word for feed worthy, I would do it as well. Yeah. I, it's hard to argue with, with Wendy's in general. But this particular thing, stand out. Stand out. Yeah, it was interesting. I agree. I mean, Definitely feedworthy. I thought it was interesting too. They, uh, at the end of the day, they posted kind of a recap of everything. They created a Twitter moment out of it, and then they shared a coupon for a free Frosty if you download their app. And this, so you know, people might ask, well, what, you know, what's the ROI here? But a lot of people went back on January fifth to see all the different uh, responses that they did because they're hilarious. It's good content, and then obviously they're putting in the deal there, so they're they're making sure that it does tie back to you know sales. Yeah, which one thing I wish they would do, it's still feed worthy, we're still over feed world class, is bring more of this type of voice they have on social into their general marketing. Yeah, you don't see I, it in the stores. You don't feel it in the store. You don't store. feel it in their ads that's, either. That, that's the one place I, we, we, we will go. It's not like a place where my stomach hurts after I eat there. Like, I like Wendy's. It's a pretty good place. But I don't, the attitude here, the, the you attitude. don't see it. Which yeah. I really do appreciate it. Yeah. So good on them. All right. Let's move on to Capital One. Um, if you watched any TV over the holidays and even before then, you probably saw this commercial with Capital One cafes. It's something interesting. Not only Capital One's doing, but but AT and T is also doing with an AT and T lounge, and they're converting stores into cafes. And what they're trying to do here is just bring in more people. The belief is you're going to get more traffic. They offer up free drinks for car hold card holders, spaces for local nonprofits to meet. And of course, they have great Wi-Fi. Bound in October, they had about 34 locations nationwide. I'm sure they have more now, but they really hit a full core press with this ad during the holidays. And so, what we want to do is sort of walk through some of the reactions to that ad campaign. 
for the um, Capital One cafes. The first thread we found, people were confused. They, they literally thought it was an ad parody. For example, Nate Parrish um, tweeted out, they aired the Capital One Cafe's commercial during Saturday Night Live, and it took me more than it should to have realized it was a real commercial. <laughs> I love that. Uh, there's another one, um, at Lauren, Lauren's Juice. Just watched a whole Capital One commercial thinking it was a parody or a joke or something. But no, it appears Capital One Cafe is a real idea someone had. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. That was my first thought. Uh, Jonathan Berard here again says, wait, the Capital One Cafe commercial is totally a parody, right? Anybody? I, I love that. You think. Following on the heels of the parody is there's this whole sub-thread of disbelief. So, for example, an example of this is Adam Greenbaum wrote, is the Capital One Cafe thing a thing real or is this a parody commercial? I'm dead serious asking this. He needs help. <laughs> Another one uh, at DB out front. Are there enough people going into banks to justify the creation of a Capital One Cafe? What's funny is we had that debate yeah. when this topic first came up. So it true. does it, it does make sense, though. Like now, the more I thought about it and the less you, know, you try and put that layer of parody on it, it's kind of practical. Business happens there, right? It's a yeah. place you have to spend a little bit of time. You might as well enjoy it while you're there. It's kind of like the we work of uh, the we oh. working of banks. You're you're just <laughs> foreshadowing where we're going. Yeah, now. I don't know about you guys. I don't like going to my bank. <laughs> well, and the general trend for for consumers or customers, less less. they don't they want to spend less time in the yeah. bank. I don't care how friendly your tellers are. Yeah. I got better places to be. Right. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Farrar here says, I defy you to explain me what a Capital One Cafe is. Like this whole concept. Yeah, I guess it's just so new to people. Maybe, might maybe take some getting used to. But they're interested. They're interested enough to know is it real. Uh, I think they're more, it's one step away from parody. Then there's this also sub-theme of people reacting to the concept, sort of like where you were going, Steve. Just learned, um, Elizabeth King tweeted out, just learned via an advertisement that Capital One now has bank cafes, in air quotes. And all I can think is they just combined a bank with a Starbucks and they are just begging for anarchists to smash the windows. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little vicious there. <laughs> She's got quite a few likes on that one, though. Um, another one at Gullapine. These Capital One Cafe commercials feel so disingenuous. More likely, they realize the online banking is making their, making their really expensive urban real estate worthless, so they're trying to pop up by selling coffee. Good luck with that. Do they sell coffee there, or do they just provide you coffee? You, they do sell coffee. There's so a certain time of day where if you're a card member, you get coffee for free. Okay, like I was going to say, if you're going to get rid of that crummy Keurig that you put in the corner of your bank, you're going to charge me for coffee? Mm -hmm. I don't know about that. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, Chris Lee chimes in here on Twitter. Every time one of the commercials for the Capital One Cafe comes on, I think it's a joke at first because it's such a stupid idea. I want them to build one in Knoxville just so I can walk inside and laugh at them. <laughs> so the interesting thing is a lot of people who are several degrees of separation from going in one are struggling with the concept in general. Now, Steve, you alluded to this already. What about the people who went to it? And so here's some tweets of people who actually are going to the Capital One Cafes that exist in the real world. Um, new Year, New Marxist, or New Year, same Marxist. Love that. So you can imagine how this tweet's going to work out. <laughs> so annoyed that everyone somehow found out that Capital One Cafe is surprisingly the best place to work. It's so crowded, could barely find a spot. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, another one at Graham Vealy. 
The notion of a Capital One cafe is honestly like a parody of neoliberalism. And yet, if I'm being honest, it turns out to be a really great workspace. Mm. This is how it happens, folks. One well-maintained Wi-Fi spot at a time. <laughs> it's all about the Wi-Fi. It's all about the Wi-Fi. Yeah, and Alicia chimes in here as well. Ugh, I feel like a sellout to the man, but Capital One cafes are actually pretty amazing places to work. So. I guess why not your bank, right? Well, well, actually, feed worthy or worthless. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not even torn on this. I like this a lot. You the, do? The, yeah, I think it, it. Look, people, if you don't like going to your bank, you're not going to like going to your bank. But if you go in because you have to and you stumble across this, it's a nice surprise and delight. And it's getting people talking about it who aren't talking about banks, likely, based on what we're reading. So I'm going to go feed worthy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they're definitely sparking some conversation. I think, you know, I, I don't think I'd be the type of person to use something like this. But, uh, Steve, to your point, it, it gets it gets the bank back in people's lives in a bigger way. So there's definitely value there. Uh, I think hopefully they're targeting the right people in the right markets for it to work. Uh, I think it could work for them. I, I'm a little on the fence on this one. Um, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna be in the middle and just. Uh, what the heck is that? Know. Worth neutral? Yeah, <laughs> worth neutral. I know, I'm trying to think of what, what would that be called, right? Uh, I think it's, feed, how about this? I think it's feed worthy for the right people. All right. And hopefully that's their customers. Yeah, I've got, I'm split on this one. I think the campaign speed worthless, and I'll explain why. And by the way, I think the idea is feed worthy. Feed worthless because, and we're going to get into what Walmart did in a second. They have a very interesting concept that I think the commercial did no favors to prove. And so what you're getting is a lot of parodies. People didn't get it. People were questioning it. Part of it is many marketers do this. They go out and they have a niche idea. They try to communicate to the mass the masses and the masses don't get it but Steve what you brought up I think is dead on this is like a mini WeWorks it's very strange and now I find myself wondering I have more questions right like do if I'm a paying customer of the bank do I can I do his work there are you prioritized or, or somebody who's not do I have to buy coffee right. and be a bank customer to work there it's in essence think of it this way and there's a great line that's what somebody had in a tweet it's as long as you have a stable Wi-Fi hotspot you're gonna get you're people. gonna get business people so you know, I brought up at the beginning this AT&T is doing the same thing. So what's interesting about this is it's a smart idea. I'm not so sure it's ownable. I think any brand can do it that has a retail footprint and yeah. space. I'm curious to see if I mean, you said AT&T, you, know, you pointed that out, or they're also doing it. But who else is going to do this? I mean, my PNC location looks like an Apple store now. Yeah. But it doesn't have a cafe in it. Well, just slap it on. You call it a day. <laughs> All right. Enough of Capital One Cafe. Let's move on to our friends at Walmart. Walmart. So if you're a fan of the Golden Globes or just watched television in the last week, you've undoubtedly seen or been a part of the uh, 17 million views. Well, that's just on YouTube alone, but uh, certainly more on television of the, um, the, the cars visiting Walmart. Uh, and they're not just any cars. They're very iconic vehicles from history visiting the store pickup line for Walmart groceries. Uh, we're already users of this service, so it wasn't of a surprise to me because <laughs> we're early adopters of things that save us time and money at our house. But uh, this, it seemed to take people by surprise, you know, and there's there's a few themes that kind of popped out that we'll go through here. But uh, overall, excitement is what I would say. You had people taking pictures and, and they actually sent some of these cars that were in the commercial to stores. 
I love the one where they showed the um, Scooby-Doo gang hanging yep. out. <laughs> well, what was your favorite car in it? I mean, I love so it's like one after another. The was DeLorean was so well done. Oh, it was. You know, yeah. Th- th- they must have just dumped all kinds of money into well, this to make it happen. And Bumblebee, I was surprised. I mean, the one thing, we talked about this a little offline, but one thing that surprised me is what are the royalties that paid on this thing? You know, hence hence our first theme, which is about this is just the reaction in general and alluding to this thing being a Super Bowl, Super Bowl-worthy commercial in right. early January. So yeah. what's the one thing you can do better than have the best Super Bowl commercial? Have it before the Super Bowl. <laughs> it costs a lot less. Yeah. You get a lot more conversation, not as much competition. <laughs> yeah, I love the last one, especially. Oh, so we pulled together some of these uh, examples. I'll, I'll go for the first one here. It's Scott Fishman. Any commercial during the Super Bowl, I'm going to let you finish. But Walmart has the greatest spot of all time. Hashtag Walmart grocery pickup. That's even better. He's hashtagging the nice. service. Channeling Kanye for that one. Yeah, uh, and Jamie Nash here says, during a Walmart commercial, they just ran a title, Professional Driver Do Not Attempt, while the Back to the Future DeLorean, Back to the Future 2 DeLorean flew overhead and literally just landed in a parking place. What I love about that, that is so geeky. Mm-hmm. The fact they knew is the Back to the Future 2 DeLorean. Yeah, right. That's amazing. I love that. It was very cool seeing that one, too. Um, Raquel actually shouted out, that's entertainment. I love every reference. Nostalgia, nostalgia meets a modern era in one film. I say it's worth, however, I'd say it's worth however much they paid for it. Anyway, as as a gift. Oh my God. I mean, her English She's is, put it's exclamation just, the English is really bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try it again. I say it is worth however much they paid for it. Anyway, as it is a gift to the audiences. So I hope the very least it breaks even. Oh my God. I mean, the ha- is, these aren't hashtag Walmart. These are hashtag Walmart grocery pickup. Yeah. That's, well, yeah. that's the best part. They're specific to the service. Right. Um, another one is the, is the, the rea- like, this is the real thing that was happening is a reaction to these ads, at least how people were talking about it. Uh, so this one here at Just Ashland. I want to sit in my car a while at Walmart. Brings me my groceries out to me at my car. Sounds dreamy, especially when it's 110 degrees in the summer. Hashtag grocery pick up yeah and uh doug bila uh, again here is saying first walmart grocery pickup yesterday mostly a smooth experience though i was surprised to have 25 percent of my order substituted when i picked it up hmm. i'm assuming this was a rookie mistake of ordering on a sunday morning when the first pickup was 6 p.m let me let me tu- let me tell you guys something. oh no let here, here comes you, a pro let's let drop a little tidbit on you when they don't have the item you ordered they substitute it with the next bigger size if there isn't a competitor. Ooh. So one of our favorites is Sweet Baby Ray's, right? So we, my wife ordered a, a new one, 12 ounces. We ended up with a 48 ounce, are you guys? <laughs> Same price? Same price. Oh, yes. Sweet. These substitutions is really where it's at. Right here, it's happening. So if you don't know about it, you know now. Hashtag secrets of Walmart secrets versus of Walmart. Walmart pickup. Nice. Here's one from USCA Dan. At Walmart, just picked up my gro- first grocery order. Loved it. Easy order on the app. Got notified when the order was ready. And groceries were loaded into my car within 30 seconds of arriving. Amazing process beginning to end. Hashtag Walmart grocery pickup. Hashtag the world. I mean, it is, it is great, I have to say. Um, and there was also some unintended things that ha- came out of this, too, which I never occurred to me, but certainly makes sense. Um, the first is this at old friend replying to at Walmart. So funny and fun, but this can also be an essential service to the elderly and disabled. Hashtag Walmart grocery pickup. 
That's great. Yeah, I mean, same sentiment here from Lori Reese. Uh, She says, at Walmart, please offer this service at every Walmart that has groceries. The handicapped and disabled customers who drive would love to have the affordability of Walmart and the convenience of grocery pickup. Last but not least is Daniel Overton. I have six kids and grocery shopping can be a pain in the neck. Check out this Walmart grocery pickup. It may help you save a minute or 60. That's your wife right there. I'm just shocked that this is was so surprising to people which i guess kind of brings us to the end of whether this is worthy or worthless and i i have to say it's worthy in my opinion i already knew the value of it but the fact that people were still discovering it or they hadn't really launched it perhaps in a way they did this time um the reaction the unintended benefits that were brought up by people definitely worthy in my opinion yeah, I mean, when I first watched this, I mean, someone had explained it to me. Hey, check out this commercial. And I went on YouTube and watched it. Uh, again, surprise that 17 million people had watched it on YouTube. And I was just smiling the whole time through. Yeah. It was such a fun watch. And um, I've, I've actually seen cut downs that they're airing on, um, you know, some of the streaming services and stuff. So they're getting some mileage out of it. Um, and I, I mean, I loved it. And I love that they're, it's breaking through and they're getting some chatter on it. So f- another one, feed worthy through the roof. I think it's really well put that I smiled too the entire way through. I couldn't help it. It's well, just you're, too enjoyable. What, what car are they going to show next? Yeah, yeah. That was the coolest part. Of the, oh, my God. I can't believe they got that one in there. Yeah, yeah. they're all there. From the Batmobile to Bumblebee. Yeah, all the favorites. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I think this is category worthy. And let me explain that a little bit. You sort of alluded to a fact that a lot of people were surprised that not only did they have this um, service, but this service existed. That shows you a lot that people are tuning out advertising. They need something profound to get their attention and really wake them up from their existing grocery habits. So I really think this is just, it's beyond fee-worthy, it's category-worthy, because here's the beauty of this. They're the first to really do it. Almost all grocers offer pickup. Now they have an opportunity, Walmart does, to actually own this. And uh, not just this, but like the, the grocery delivery services. Exactly. The, the $20 meal kits, all that stuff that's just creating, the, creating this, you know, left brain clutter. That's white where noise. I was going to, yeah, because this is very a right brain approach. It's a great example of And a it got them out of the left brain white noise. Now, it might have taken them $50 million to do it, but they did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how much do we think that this this spot actually costs? I'm curious. Oh, I have no It's idea. definitely in the millions. Oh, yeah. definitely in the millions. Think about every time they air it, they're paying royalties on this thing. Oh, I, 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 I tend, personally think it's tens of. God, I, you know what, though? I wonder if they leverage, like, you know, Walmart has, I guess they carry probably a lot of products and toys and stuff for maybe a lot of these studios. Yeah. Maybe yeah, they leverage that. I never thought about that. That's a that's an interesting take. I yeah. like that. I guess if you got all those partners together and said, hey, what can we do that well, works for everybody? Right. And how do we get the Dumb and Dumber vehicle in there? <laughs> which, which By really the way, that was probably the cheapest one to get. It was the cheapest one. Also. Yeah, the that Mutt's Cuts. Just a lot of people, unless you watch that movie, go, what the hell is I love that? how it rolls into It's like, boosh, boosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. It would only be better if um, Jim Jim Carrey got out. Oh, yeah. They, they didn't bother with the uh, actors, huh? Or no. actresses we're going to do a special Super Bowl yeah. um, podcast the week of Super Bowl, week after Super Bowl. So we're going to, our turnaround times can be more extreme than normal, but we're going to have a lot of fun. We're not going to do the cliched, hey, what's the most popular now? We're going to figure out what's the most disruptive commercials out there as far as chatter. Don't care about love and hate as much as we care about, you know, sort of like the Kaepernick stuff we saw earlier this year. Who's really creating that tension? So look forward to that next time. And a bunch of forced, terrible uh, VR 
AR type of things. I'm sure they'll be in there too. You know, interactive audience well, type. Okay, okay. You know, let, let's tweet at us and we'll let's we'll pick which commercial is. You know, top like hats will include the following: a horse, a dog, a baby, <laughs> and a Tide Pod. And a t- <laughs> oh. Thanks to the, to the people who uh, literally, as we're sitting here recording, someone messaged me on LinkedIn about the the podcast. So keep them coming. Let us know what's yeah. what, you know what Give you want to hear. Give us ideas too. Is there something you would like us to put into the feed worthy engine? Love to do it. And until uh, next time, gentlemen. Later. Enjoy some football. <laughs>